No, I was talking about Red China because my mom used to always tell me this joke, and I never understood it until you know I was in my like twenties, basically. Here we go. But I wonder if you've heard this joke. It's Here not, we go. It's not what you think it's going to be. It's Chinatown, Dennis. It's- <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome back to the Netflix Book Club podcast. I'm Mike Tui. Joined always here, my co-host. Hey, everybody. It's Dennis Rooney. Professional broadcasters, dare I say. I would say. Mike, you've come a long way. Oh, thanks, buddy. We're promoting you. Yeah, we used to, to record. To official second chair. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time has been probationary. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> wow. 54 <laughs> weeks in, and I finally lose the probationary, the proby uh, name. Yeah. You could start wearing underwear to work again. <laughs> oh, hey now. Have we? We're over a year doing it, huh? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Fifth. I don't know. It's well. Let's see. It's episode one hundred and forty-seven. Okay. And I came on sometime in the nineties. Yeah, sometime in the nineties, just Late like Will 90s. Smith. Yes. Oh God, yeah. Will Smith. In the nineties, he's uh, he's getting slapped around. I thought he was the one doing the slapping. Metaphorically, he's getting the, metaphorically slapped on the Chris Rock album. The on new, the new Chris Rock Net, Netflix special. Have you ever done a Netflix? a Netflix special? Not yet. I'm waiting for the wow. call. I'm waiting for the call. Jeez. I'm going to be the second guy to do a live Netflix special. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant for the pod. Have you ever Have you ever done a Netflix comedy hour special for the podcast? No, I'm not going to. As a stand-up comic, I would never go on and do like a review of somebody else's album unless it was like. Don't call it a review. Don't call it a review. I know, but I, no. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, yes. don't, I I'm tepid about doing comedies on this podcast. No, I get it. I get it. Because it's just you know it turns into like, oh, here's how yuck yucks work. Right. Yeah. Just give me the sausage. Don't tell me how it's made. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's what. That's that common saying. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. You know, I you picked the movie this week. You know what? I did pick the movie, and I watched it. I watched it too, and I had a moment while I was watching this where I said, why the fuck did Mike pick this movie? Yeah. And I had to go back in my texts, and I discovered that it was I who had picked this movie. (laughs) (laughs) And you usually, you like to pick newer, for the most part, newer movies. Like, I'm I'm more likely to throw an old movie, and this isn't that old, but in 1997. I mean, that's pretty old. It's almost like 30 years old now. It's pretty old. (laughs) This movie's only a little bit younger than I am. And uh, but you'd agree you you like uh, usually pick more recent movies for the sake of the pod. I try to pick something that's coming out. Usually now now it's oftentimes Netflix originals, right? Where it's like try to see oh what are the Netflix originals coming out that we think are going to be talked about. A lot of people are going to watch, and it makes sense. To yeah, pick it makes those. sense. Right. Uh, you know, marketing and all that bullshit that I don't give any other credence to. But that's sure. you know sure. But I also like to try to throw in these old. Dare I say classical movies? Well, I always like one of the older movies, but yeah. this one in particular, what what made this jump out at you? I'm curious. The name. The name of the movie. Really? I just always heard this name of the movie, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what it's about. This is one of those movies. All right, so the movie is <laughs> Seven Years in Tibet, 1997, Brad Pitt, David Thewlis, B.D. Wong, directed by Jean-Jacques Annaud. And Austria. Who cares? <laughs> An Austrian mountain climber's escape from WW2. Oh, I know that. World War II. POW. Prisoner you know, of POW. Well, look at you. Prisoner History of buff. war camp. Brings them. Brings him to Tibet. Excuse me. <clears throat> where he builds a transformative friendship with the young Dalai Lama. 
I knew you were going to say it like a New Yorker. Not Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama. Hey. <laughs> Uh, Dalai Lama. Yeah. This movie, it stands out like, uh, dances with wolves. That's a movie. That's just the name I've always heard, but yeah, I've but never seen it. That movie's good. You know, it's funny because this is exactly what my brother said to me. <laughs> my older brother, he's like, what movie are you doing for the podcast? I say seven years in Tibet. He goes, that movie stinks. Yep. I go, well, it's one of those classical movies like dances with wolves. And I got to <laughs> knock it off the list. And he goes, I just watched Dances with Wolves. That movie doesn't suck. It's good. Right. It so maybe is. we watch Dances with Wolves next month. Dances with Wolves was good. Yeah? Yeah, so I also knew this cover. Right. And I knew in Blockbuster. Yes. And this was one of those movies because it was Brad Pitt. It was the 90s. Brad Pitt was huge. Yeah. And it was a like... A blonde Brad Pitt and I never seen it. And there was a lot of controversy around the film at the time. Like Ch I didn't realize that. China did, didn't, you know, broke ties with the production company and all this. The writers, they had to do a lot of work to get their mo future movies back in the China market. Interesting. Not even just this movie. Yeah. But... And I remember maybe it was my dad or whatever. Just like this movie stinks. It was right. like, and it was just known. It was just one of those things. It was like your dad was always marching around the house, like China's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like some people wouldn't have anything made in China in their house. It, your dad was the other way. It's he just had the, the Chinese flag up and everything. You know, it's just the difference between being younger at the time. It's yeah. like you saw this poster for the movie all over the place, but you didn't know in context like, oh, this movie stunk. Also, in 1997, you and I are like almost 10 years old. And then when this movie's on the blockbuster shelves for years, we're in like our early teenage years and teenage years. It's not one of, a movie that sticks out as exciting to no. like a young person. You Definitely know what I mean? not. Definitely not. It looks like it's going to be a slog. It looks like it's going to be something for an older person, you know? Yeah. And uh, here I am, an older person, to yeah. tell you that you can skip this fucking movie. <laughs> this movie, Seven Years in Tibet, felt like 14. Dude. On my couch. <laughs> your impression of anybody, when you do an accent, of almost anybody, is better than Brad Pitt's accent in this movie. I didn't think his accent was so bad. <laughs> are you kidding? His accent, uh, uh, what are movies? <laughs> it is, imagine moving pictures on your wall. Yeah, it was, uh, I didn't realize it was bad. I have a bad ear for accents. Himalayas. <laughs> Himalayas. Dude, there was a few times... <laughs> I wrote that out the way it sounds so that I'd get it right because Himalayas. it was so bad. It, uh, there was definitely a few lines that reminded me of um, Von Wolf Castle from The Simpsons. Okay. You know the fucking yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger basically uh, spoof character? Let's try to make the best of this. The goggles say do nothing. <laughs> Up and at them. Oh, my God. That was like who Brad Pitt modeled his voice after was uh, Von Wolf Castle. Yeah. But here's the thing. I watched the whole movie, and I think the accent's good. I don't know it's bad until I find out everyone's trashing it after I read about it. Are you serious? I mean, I don't know what an Austrian person who's speaking English would sound like. I don't think I've ever spoken to an Austrian person in my life. I just And thought, you don't see it in media a lot. I just thought that certain lines came out, like, heavier than other lines. Like, oh, for sure, yeah. Out of Brad Pitt, and it was just... It, this was, No, it, I mean, it was the first note I took... In Inconsistent accents. Himalayas. Himalayas. So, like, from right from there, I was like, no, this is bad. This uh, is Harold, you can't leave your baby. I have to go to Himalayas. <laughs> <laughs> Forget the child. The mountains call me. Yeah. Not everyone can be Daniel Craig in Knives Out. Oh, yeah. He's, not, oh, my God. Not that everyone accent's can. fucking so good. Yeah, that was, this. it was just, that was so... 
bad. And I'm going to say this. I had this thought. I later read it on Wikipedia, so uh-huh. I wasn't, you know, someone else had it. But okay. the, uh, what was the actor's name? The other guy, David? <laughs> David, yeah, David Thuster. Th- I don't know. Thulis, I just, I just Thulis, what the hell his name was? That's weaselly looking dude who's in a ton of things. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because he's weaselly looking. Yeah, he's weaselly looking. He got the girl. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Sure it does. That the... The roles should have been switched. No. Brad Pitt should have played this other guy. No. More stoic, know-it-all, gets the girl. Brad Pitt would have done better, and this other guy would have been but it would have been the better lead. I disagree. Oh, that was my thought. Also, what would you rather have? Would you rather... All right, so you're, you escape a POW camp. You're thrown all throughout Asia. <laughs> you wind up in Tibet. Okay. You make your way in with the locals. A genie comes to you at night and says, Michael... In front of you lies two paths, and you must choose one. The one path, you can marry a local woman who's, hey, probably, let's, for argument's sake, the hottest woman in town. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't see many other young bachelorettes in the film. Okay. Other than the tailor. Sure. But she was, you know, she could get it. Oh, yeah. Right? All right. Say it, Mike. Say you'd fuck the tailor. She was great. <laughs> she was great. She had a lot of qualities that weren't only physical. What were they doing over there? We like our privacy. The way she said that, that line... <laughs> Like, yeah, it the whole. <laughs> but what's the point? What's the point? The other path, you can be super tight with this thirteen-year-old boy who's the representative of God. Right, like he's God on Earth. Essentially, he's a super. I don't know if he's supernatural necessarily. Like they, you know, he's Tibet Jesus. He's Tibet Jesus. Yeah. You want to hang with Jesus, or you want to have marry this lady who also I don't. Did they ever have a kid? I don't think so. A little strange. Maybe that weasel guy's shooting weasel blanks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe she did choose the wrong man. You know what I mean? She definitely didn't. She she had Brad Pitt. She said, no, I'll take the weasel. Yeah, Brad Pitt was annoying. He was like an immature man. I think the role should have been switched. I think Brad he Pitt would, would have played that other guy better. You Okay, you think just, all right, I mean, maybe... Because the other guy was it was much more like a stoic guy. He was the, he was right. He was know it all, and he gets the girl. It was like Brad Pitt could have played that cleaner than what he was trying to do here, which was way over. The Brad Pitt couldn't handle it. Well, Brad Pitt was like the pretty boy, superstar guy, all about me. I mean, the scene where he's ice skating trying to impress people is almost cringy. Mm-hmm. Especially like in my head, I'm like, you've been a prisoner of war. Like, shouldn't you just be focusing on getting back to Austria or something? This guy's trying to impress the locals and shit. Like, look at me, look at me. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Grow yep. up. Yeah, of course. We're doing wartime. All those attempts at the girl, and it just seems silly because it's like, you're Brad Pitt. I know this is not Brad... You're not Brad Pitt in this universe of this right. movie, but you still look like Brad Pitt, for crying out loud. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And you wouldn't be trying this hard. You'd get any other girl. You'd get all the girls. Yeah, you'd move on to somebody else. It doesn't make sense to me. You'd go pick three other uglier girls. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I can't have the one seven in town, but I could have three threes. This movie had a way seven years in Tibet. Right? Seven years in Tibet. It Not had a great name. It had a way that, like, no matter when you hit pause during the movie, I know you hit pause. Yeah. I know you hit pause. I watched it in two parts. I was very proud that I only had to do it in two parts because I wanted to break it up into eight. Somehow, no matter where you pause in this movie, there's an hour and 28 minutes left. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It's like the magic of Tibet that no matter where you hit pause, you think you've got... No, I must be further along. No, you're not. Is this one of your tricks, Dalai Lama? There's still an hour and 20 ma- 28 minutes. Dude, for sure. It's only... So two hours and eight minutes in 1997 or 1998, well, I forget whatever it got released. If this movie was made, made today, it'd be fucking three hours long. 
You think so? I do think so because movies have gotten longer. And especially when you're dealing with a heavy-handed topic like this. That was kind of my biggest problem with the movie is that, you know how we just watched The Five Bloods? Sure. And we were like, edu- it was educational at moments. Like you did kind of learn things okay. about stuff. It was very easily laid out for you. This movie, I didn't really know the history at all going in. So okay. while I'm watching the movie, I'm like, but what's happening? Yeah. Once in a while, you'll get someone some update on the war. You get a headline or something. But I didn't really understand like com- communist China invading them, what that really meant for them as a people. You don't find any of this shit out until the end of the movie. They're like, and by the way, 1.6 Tibetans died out of 6 million. Oh, my God. When they drop those numbers, you're like, numbers oh, wait. Numbers are crazy. That's, yeah. Like you, a lot of people. No, because this whole movie is about uh, you know, him climbing up this particular mountain and this foothold and then how he escaped this little uh, group of people That's that they happened. It's one of those movies where like, all right, I go in. Completely blank, because this is an older movie. I'm not going to start reading up on it. Let's just dive in. Yeah. I like going into movies with as little I get that, too. Yeah, yeah some, sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the whole time you're going, what is this movie about? And first I'm like, oh, it's about him leaving the wife. And clearly it's not going to be about him climbing the mountain. But when is he going to get to Tibet? When is he? And he gets to, like, several places before he really settles into the spot in Tibet. Yeah. And that doesn't happen until 45 minutes into the movie. And then you press pause. You'll never believe how much time is left, Mike. Oh, my God. How much? An hour, an hour and 48, 48 minutes. minutes 48. <laughs> <laughs> no, the film made D-Day, a Nazi prison. Exp- it moved fast. Glossed over things. Boring. Like, yeah. they somehow made these, these huge, tremendous events boring. Mm-hmm. And then China invades... And the guy surrenders, and it was kind of clunky. That whole scene about, oh, he's surrendering. And then uh, B.D. Wong. Yeah. He surrenders the Tibetan people or right. the village or whatever. saying, I'd n- I'll never surrender. The temple. And 30 then, seconds later, he's like, we surrender now. And then he blew up the ammunitions building. Yes. Which was like, it wasn't real. They explain that after it happens, but I'm yeah. like, that wasn't even that clear. And right. this should be the... This That's is a huge deal. Exciting sort right. of thing. And then when you find out millions of people died, all mm-hmm. this stuff, like, man, they, they glossed over everything in this. Film. Yes. They spent more time on describing what an ice skate was. Right. To the people at Tibet than like any of the story, what should have been the story, what would, what, what, what would have made it more interesting. Yeah. Nowadays, there would have been way more educational. It would have been way more like... There'd either be words at the top of the movie as well, like a little paragraph of like, in 19 blah, 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 this was the situation at hand. Over the next few years, here's how things would fall out. Sure. And then slowly kind of catch you up. But even, the, yeah, the movie wasn't really 100% sure what it wanted to be. What it seemed to finally focus on and what the movie claims to be about is this friendship between the Dalai, Dalai Lama and Brad Pitt's character. The Which Austin only Palmer. happens after the family, his son that he yeah. never meets, you know, writes him off. Right. Absolutely no emotional investment from us. We yeah. do not care. We don't know the kid. We never saw them. Yeah. We don't, as far as we can tell, Brad Pitt didn't like his wife. Yeah, he didn't know. want to be around. It, it, so it was like, oh, well, he's not heading back now. Yeah, okay. Like, there's, there's no reason for it. What do yeah. we care? When he got the letter from the kid, which was just two lines, like, You're not my dad. You're not my dad. Stop sending me letters. Yeah. I, first of all, I was like, damn, that's ice cold. I wonder if that's the mom or if that's the yeah, definitely, the kid. definitely some influence in there, right? <laughs> Gotta be. You know what I mean? But, um, but that's kind of natural, too. Yeah. But I just, I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, we know. We right. already know yes. this. This is already, this adds nothing to it. Moments later, he's getting a, uh, what's a debrief on how to be with the Dalai Lama. Yeah. 
And it's like, okay. The Dalai Lama. For some reason, Dalai Lama just loves him right off the bat. I mean, I get it. You know, I it's get Brad it. Pitt? It's Imagine Brad Pitt. Imagine Dalai Lama said this. Like, holy shit, is that Brad Pitt? Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. Basically. You're, my, you're my friend now. You date Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 97. That was the thing when they finally get the... Um, Oh, what's the old time movie? Can't what's it called? Projector. They finally yeah. get the projector going. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. hear that. I'll be there. Dalai Lama's like, you know this show. <laughs> I, I had a few gripes with the movie that were minor. They're minor. Fo- they're foreigners, right? The whole thing. Yeah. They allowed these foreigners in. Yeah. And you get in, everyone's speaking English. When I looked that up, they all do, it seems, speak English. I bet, yeah. All, yeah, the, all that, Dalai Lamas can speak perfect sure. English, stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Well, so, Dalai Lama's, like, super educated. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. So I'm like, okay. And also for the sake of the movie, and, you know, it's an English-speaking, like, you know, movie or whatever. But my point being, they're foreigners. They don't do anything. They give them what they call costumes, and they give them custom suits. They pick out their thing and they're just walking around with what they described as costumes. Yeah. And then, you know, at some point, 25 minutes to an hour and 40 later, they're getting bombed because there's foreigners in the camp. And it's like this weird, like, well, you dressed them up in costumes and you're walking them around like... Was if the, if there was threat of violence, they for were having, getting bombed because of the presence well, of the two white guys. Well, the, remember there was like at one point there was well, where else are foreigners? They made this line like, well, there's foreign. Where else are foreign? And then all of a sudden there was soldiers coming in with guns. It was like the right. first wave of attack before the full on. Um, I think that happens, and then they sent out the China. The, the, remember there was like the China guy that was working there, yeah, who tried to recruit, yeah, uh, Wang, and then they they run him out of town. After that first invasion, yes, and then so I think it was I think that's what prompted it was that first okay shooting, and they made a they made a comment about they're reading something or maybe over the news, maybe he had the radio, mm-hmm. and he was like, "But what other foreigners are there?" And then there was the attack. I don't know. I was just a little confused. I'm like, why would they dress these guys up like Americans? They could have made things a little bit clearer. Yeah, I also was like, all right, they're very nice to these two white guys who've been you know prisoners of war. They just wind up here, whatever. But it's like. We're going to make you your kind of clothes. That's cool and all, but it's like, all right, but you don't have to. Just give us clothes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, yeah. We'll, we'll try to, and they do eventually, they're blending in. Like, they become pretty Tibetan themselves where they're dressing that way and stuff. I could have used a little bit more of that. I could have used a little bit more like the Dalai Lama teaching Brad Pitt how not to be a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, we don't mm-hmm. really get that. We no. just see it happen. Yeah, they give you a couple of things where, like, they're clapping for us, and it's like, clapping in this culture is yeah, yeah, yeah. get out of here, evil spirits. And you're like, okay. Right. I guess. There was, they did say one thing about long walks is a way of, like, reconciliation. That the, reminded me of uh, taking mushrooms and taking really long yeah, walks all day. Exactly. You know what I mean? As a means of penance. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. I yeah. feel like I've heard that recently, too, in Star Wars, where they're talking about some simple people, and they're like, yeah, they, they feel that if they walk long distance, it purifies their soul. And I'm like, I've been there. Yeah. I'm like, I've, <laughs> I've felt that. A long walk. It's like biblical, you know? Yeah. It's funny you said Star Wars. B.D. Wong looked like a character out of Star Wars in some whoa, of these scenes. Whoa, 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 Mike. <laughs> what, with that haircut? <laughs> no, and the, the dangling... I was trying to put some on you once in a while now. But <laughs> the dangling... Whoa, whoa. The dangling earring and... Uh, like he, uh, he was allowed to stand out. Everyone else was so uniform. Yeah, he was allowed to stand out. Everyone wear, is wearing those, like, uh, they look like... Cheesecakes on their heads. <laughs> Cheesecakes? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That hat, that yellow hat that looks like a bowl. Okay. That's just perfectly balanced on their head. Sure, yeah. You know the one I'm talking about, right? I think so. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a sun thing. It's a heat and sun thing, I I'm guess sure. so. Pro- I couldn't figure out if it was very cold or very hot there. It looked like it was both at the same time, <laughs> all the time. Well, that's the desert, right? It gets, it's like the desert mountain, so it, it kind of oh, is. Oh, true. It's the mountains. Yeah. Oh, they're, it's the highest point in the world. Right. What's going on in Tibet now? So they're occupied by China still. Himalayas. Himalayas. I, I wrote down some of the lines that really stood out that he sounded terrible. What you, else he got? You have a problem, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> you have problem, Peter? <laughs> Uh, Himalayas. Yeah, it's still bad. Like, you yeah. know, I think China's pretty... Did you know. feel like when uh, the Dalai Lama got his glasses that we've come to recognize him for the rest of his life wearing those specific shades? Was that like when Doctor Strange got his cape? <laughs> like, oh, shit, Dalai Lama got his glasses. Uh, yeah, I don't I It's don't like know. when Luke Skywalker gets his lightsaber for the first time. Uh, what would you feel at the end there where it's like, all right, he finally gets back to America. He meets... Not the- America. <laughs> Uh, whatever. Austria. Austria. He finally gets back home and he's meets the kid and then the kid's climbing and then that's the end of the movie. How'd you feel? Well, I feel like when he goes to his wife's apartment, mm-hmm. like at first I'm like, oh shit, is he just dropping in? But then it becomes clear. It's like, no, it's okay. I know you're coming. Yeah. I thought, man, you left her with your tallest friend, didn't you? <laughs> that guy was enormous next to that woman <laughs> when he opens the door. His name was like Horst or something. Yeah. I think it was like Brunkhorst. Franz. Franz Brunkhorst. <laughs> Franz, thank you for taking care of my popsy. You have problem, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> he opens the door. This guy just backhands Brad Pitt out into the hallway. It becomes an action movie all of a sudden. Yeah, well, what does that guy have? He's got nothing on Brad Pitt. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit at this point. And how many years have gone by? I know. It was I was okay with it. I thought it was kind of nice to show like oh he's a part of the kid's life. He's, you know. It's fine that he comes back and him and his son climb mountains together and they have a relationship. But like whatever. Who cares? How is that the end of the, like how's this the movie? Well, how I, is this the movie? That's the thing is that throughout the movie he doesn't seem to be pining that much to be like I got to go home and be a good father. If anything the Dalai Lama is like that's what you should be doing. He told him to go do it. And even then he's like yeah, I don't know. Like maybe <laughs> I guess. Well cuz I got that letter. I got that strongly lettered, worded letter say, from a six-year-old. He did say no. Right. I wonder if I should believe him. He's like, well. I got you, Dalai Lama. <laughs> <laughs> I choose I you. you babe. <laughs> I choose you, Dalai yeah, Lama. Dalai Lama would be a great sidekick, though. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Like, that kid was just cool. Like, that kid, you could walk around Queens with that kid, see some crazy shit, and just give him a look. And he's like, yo, I know. Yeah, also like Dalai the, Lama would just fit in anywhere. There was all these rules for interacting with him. Yeah. And then, you know, the next day they're in the car pretending to be driving, yeah, shooting bad guys. Together. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? Where's that other girl? What, and what happened to that woman that was with all the rules? She never appears again. That was the mom. That was the Dalai Lama's mom. That was mom? the Dalai Lama's mom. And she's oh. around, but it's also like, it's one of those things where it's like, all right, here's all the rules for dealing with the Dalai Lama. And then the Dalai Lama's like, Give me some skin, Jack. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to give him some skin. He's yeah. the Dalai Lama. Oh, what about when they're sifting for worms because somehow that was pretty their funny. parents? I kind of liked that. Yeah, I wrote but something it also, like, But then you just start going, well, how do you get anything done? Like, this can't be the first time they've had the worm problem. <laughs> they've got buildings. <laughs> the worm problem. I mean? the worm they were problem. sifting for, like, you'd sift for gold in the gold rush. Yeah, they were, like, yeah. They'd put it in these baskets and shake it around. It was cool. It was, I mean, I, I, I did like that about the film where he goes to the, to the Dalai Lama about it. He's like, you can't do that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Dalai Lama's like, you're, you're clever. you figure it out. Right, right. We'll and it's just it like, out. all right, you know how we're going to figure it out? Just raw manpower. It's going to take 10 years. Right. Or whatever it took, you know. 
Yeah, and it's probably like it's it's a little interesting. It's like, oh, maybe that's part of that culture. It's like you actually got a little something out of this. Yeah. Otherwise, like it's just the journey for the journey's sake type of movie. Right. It's right. Like, yeah, they were journeying forever. You know, there's a kind of an escape scene where they sell or trade those um, claws for your shoes that they know won't work in dirt. Yeah, yeah. So they can get away. It's like, I guess that was cool. I, you know, nothing was Even exciting. when that was happening, I didn't totally understand that they were about to, like, make a run for it and shit, you know? Yeah, it was a little goofy, too, with that, like, goose-stepping and yeah. showing how Nazis walk and then running away. And it was like, I guess they ran away and couldn't be found. Like, those guys live here. They, they know the here. terrain. It's also like, yeah, we can kind of just see 360 <laughs> in all directions for, like, miles at a clip. Like they'll just take off those things and then go and get you, right? You're like, you're going to yeah. be out of breath. You don't also, have a... there's another hundred people there. It's like, yeah, how come it's... they're not all like, yeah, I got them? It's not like there was jet skis waiting at the top to jump yeah. on and get out of there. I know. Horse is up there with yeah. a fucking wolf pack. They did eat a horse. They they pulled an organ out of a horse. That frozen horse was cool. That was a that cool was scene. was wild. <laughs> Seeing a frozen horse <laughs> shake to death. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jean Jacques. How do you say that? Jacques? Jacques? I don't know. Not even a... Not no? Even not a, even going to attempt not it? Not even a guess. Himalaya. 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 Yeah, how did Brad Pitt not get the girl? That I get. Again, I get it. She's not going to be swayed by these Western beauty tactics. You know what I mean? She hits him with this little nugget, this worm nugget. A friend's good fortune is a blessing, Henry. Do you agree with that? I don't know. You think must so. be very lonely and sad. Yeah, yeah, she hits him with the two piece. <laughs> That's right. I forgot the follow up. Yeah. Because she's so diplomatic and nice. And then she's like, you must be really lonely and sad. Yeah, because he's like, oh, no, I don't have a woman. How's it for you? Yeah. And she's like, you should be happy for your friend. Kind of like you said, though, too. It's like there's other women out there. Go fucking fool one of them. It's It was just these throw. I, I, you know, you blame Brad Pitt, I think. I think he takes you out a lot of these scenes. Well, you don't like him until there's 20 minutes left in the movie. And right. then you're like, oh, okay, now he's kind of cool. That's true. You really don't like you. You start to get redemption when he gives the he finds the watch and he gives him the watch back. That was a cool moment. Mm -hmm. I like seeing that. The acting in that was dope. Um, I don't know. You think you'd fit in with the Himalayan people if you the Himalayans? The Himalayans. <laughs> the I mean, fit people? in how? I don't understand. Well, I just mean like you know, if you had to spend seven years there, <laughs> you're gonna befriend the Dalai Lama, or you're gonna marry a local. Or you're just gonna be like, well, I need I, work. I, I just need work and money. I dress up like they do. Yeah. Step one. Yeah, I'm not dressed so I can stand out, so I can wait to get uh, you know picked out of the picked out of the hut. No, thank you. Let me ask you this question. This is a very important question. I want you to consider your choices carefully before you give me an answer. All right, hold okay? on. Give me a give me a second here, me. Because I know you're correct myself, Mike Tuohy. I'll say this. I'll say this to Mike's let me, face. Let me get centered. I'll say it on the record. Mike Tuohy, as a comedian in the landscape of 2023 show business, very worried about coming off as not cool. <laughs> and when I say that, I mean what an asshole. I mean he's waiting for me to say something terrible so he could go, "Whoa, Dennis, that's crazy." And that's what you think? That's what I think, Mike. Okay. Now that being said, you're if really, you were really in, framing this big time. If you were in a World War II prison camp, would you be willing to do blackface to make an escape? <laughs> If it meant escaping, <laughs> would you do blackface? I think I would do anything to escape a prison camp. Including blackface? <laughs> Up to and including yellow and blackface. You heard it here first. Can we get the air horn, please, for Mike being terrible? <laughs> yeah, baby. There it is. 
It would have been hilarious if they kept the blackface on for the rest of the movie. It's like, you guys could take that off now. You made it out. <laughs> you know, I did think that. Uh, I noticed, you know, it's like, okay, they made their skin darker to escape. Yeah. But, like, yeah, to escape, you know, prison. Yeah. Well, War they were time. to just make fun of the Right. They, was, <laughs> they, were, they seemed really nervous. Uh, oh, yeah. And they, you know, that was, you know, it, they they glossed over too much what what could have been cool stuff. Yeah. With the war, and then didn't give you enough of what also could have been cool stuff, like emotional, I don't know, learning and where he came as a character. And, and, and not just, quote-unquote, cool stuff, but also, like, important things to this guy's story that would have amplified the, the themes of the movie. Right. They very much gloss over early in the film that this guy was a Nazi. He was a member of the Nazi party. He might not... The movie portrays him as not so enthusiastic about it, but he is in the SS. I think in real life, he was a little more... Like, he was a sergeant, I believe, in real life. Oh, okay. So he was a little more in it, but okay. also most young Germans were at the time, and you kind of can't necessarily be like, oh, that means he's a total, right. you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but that being said, like, yeah, show me a little bit of that where maybe he's torn about being in this and maybe that's why he's running away to try to climb this mountain as well, not just a matter of national pride and trying to escape the baby, but he's also trying to escape, you know, having his morals twisted by being a part of this political party that's essentially, you know... Janice committing, committing genocide. And there was no little arc there at the end, which is what you really wanted to see, was him being a bastard guy and then the Dalai Lama dropping truth bombs yeah, yeah, that yeah, bring yeah. him around. And that's just not there. Yeah. It's not there. He just literally says, you should go be a dad. Yeah. You needed the Dalai Lama <laughs> to tell you that you should go be a good dad? Right. You needed the spiritual genius that is the Dalai Lama <laughs> like, what to do be you... like, I think you should go be a good father to the son that you birthed. Like, Come on, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Get your shit together, dude. Dalai Lama's like, I'm going to go get a second opinion from B.D. Wong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's totally a movie that can be erased from the uh, yes. history of film. Like, there's no reason to go revisit this. Unlike Dances with Wolves. <laughs> I mean, maybe we watch Dances with Wolves next. Is that Michael Keaton? Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner. I confuse those two Wait, Kevin Costner? Yeah. And then what's the one with... And what is it? He's a white guy. Daniel Day-Lewis is Last of the Mohicans. Last of the Mohicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are, are also all good. films that I would throw in with... See, yeah, but that's just the cover fooled that's you. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's a cover. <laughs> it's like this thing of like... It's also, I feel like, <laughs> these movies where it's like white people thrown where they don't belong. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then, but, but it's not necessarily bad. We're going to learn from each other and we're going to learn about history. And it's like, I'd like to learn a little bit more and... Right, you know, yeah, but yeah, this one wasn't the one. Right, this one missed it, and you wouldn't have known. We were too young. I, uh, did this movie do well? Do we know the Rotten Tomatoes? Um, I'm gonna go with sixty-eight. I think that that's a little high. I think it is very high, but I think that they'll go high with it too. Really? Yeah. Uh, what's the name of this? <laughs> Dances with Wolves. <laughs> Seven years in Tibet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course, <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Seven years in Tibet. What was the Rotten Tomato? Sixty-eight, sixty-eight, fifty-eight, fifty-eight. Oh man, I was gonna drop it too. Fifty-eight, I'm getting good. That's not so bad. Getting real good, Mike. Uh, the audience score was seventy-three. White guilt. Calling that, it right now. Is White that guilt real? and a love for Brad Pitt. I don't think that's true. I know we trashed Weasel Face a little bit, but he's a good actor. No, like, he's great. He's, in, he's good. David and, Thewlis. David Thewlis. No, yeah. I legit thought he should have been the... I thought they should have flipped it. No, it made sense. Because it's like, why wouldn't she go for 
Brad Pitt. He's so gorgeous. It's like, yeah, but he's a child, and this guy's a good, a real man. I guess so. He did orchestrate the fucking escape from the prison. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Brad Pitt, like a child, didn't help at all. And at the last minute, it's like, I'm coming with you. And they're like, okay, I guess so. You know? Right. Yeah. Fuck Brad Pitt. Fuck Brad <laughs> Pitt. You heard it here first. No, Brad Pitt's cool. They asked him about, uh, while he was promoting the film, they asked him, they're like, what do you think they should do? Tibet and Red China. Like, what do you think about Red China? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he just, I don't know if he had a long day or if he just had a rare moment of being truthful and honest. He was just like, who the fuck cares what I think about Red China? I'm an actor. Wow. He goes, I'm a grown man who puts on makeup and like pretends to be people. Like, what? who cares what I think about I mean, I, isn't that a great answer? It's a great answer. But also, if you're being in a movie about this, you know, you should probably have a go-to opinion. Where it's like, I think it's bad. <laughs> you know, just I think communist China is bad. But I bet you can't say shit like that because those Chinese dollars, huh? You don't want to You don't want to upset that market. Maybe that's what we're fucking. Maybe we should be going for the Chinese market. It's a very big market. I am pro-communism. <laughs> I love the color. You love- <laughs> <laughs> what color, Dennis? <laughs> Red. Oh, you thought, no, I wasn't going to say No, I wasn't no, going to just. I, I'm not saying I would never. I'm just saying in the moment I wasn't. No, I was talking about Red China because my mom used to always tell me this joke, and I never understood it until you know I was in my like 20s, basically. Here we go. But I wonder if you've heard this joke. It's Here not, we go. It's not what you think it's going to be. It's Chinatown, Dennis. It's- <laughs> <laughs> no, she goes... Uh, she goes, what do you think about Red China? And you go, it looks good with the blue tablecloth. Boom. Boom. Love it. That's how we're going to bring peace to Asia. <laughs> Dad jokes. Comedy. Yeah. Pure, pure comedy. Well, um, they, they do this thing. They just censor everything. You say, China? Yep. Well, you, you can't have gay characters. You can't have black characters. You no, can't pre- they've come around to black characters. You can't portray any government or anything, yeah. any official to have ever done anything malicious. They right, just, right. You just that. You just won't be, you won't exist. Yeah. Quote, quote. They'll just scrub you off the internet. The Chinese internet. Yeah. That's my least favorite internet. <laughs> The Chinese internet. <laughs> Careful now. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a don't stream from uh, don't stream from me. Yeah, I think it's a double don't stream. Don't stream across the board. You watching anything else fun? What do we <laughs> What do we got next week? We got a do- is that a documentary? We got a documentary. I think we got the documentary about that plane going down over Asia again. Is it? What is it? Asian History Month? Holy crap! No, I think it's Women's History Month. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Was like. I don't know if it was Air Beijing necessarily, but it was like a big or Malaysia airline. Malaysia, yeah, that's what it was. Right, only because it's MH. Was Malaysia think. in Asia? I uh, yeah, gotta be. It's got. It's ah, in the yeah, name, of course. It's in the name, Malaysia. Hey, oh, well, Kansas isn't in <laughs> Arkansas. Wait a hey. second. Hey. Uh, let's right try to get to guests other. for next week. We got a bunch of people who want to be on the pod, and we're just like, we're like, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be. If we're gonna, if we're gonna be honest. We both watched this movie a little earlier this week. Finally. I think you and I both had the thing where it's like, I'm not wasting another Sunday morning. Yeah. So we watched it a little earlier, and then it was like, we could get a guest. And it's like, we can't make someone watch this. We didn't want anyone to have to sit down and watch it for the sake of this pod. We did have the thought. We were like, we should have Dan Wicks on. 
again. Yeah. Because he watched, what did he watch, the vampire movie with us, right? No, he watched watch? uh, a girl gets pregnant and then she oh, does. Oh, God, look both ways. Two storylines. Yeah, 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 a really yeah. terrible movie. But the pod was good. Go back and the listen pod to the one good. Go back with and Dan listen Wicks. To uh, look both ways. It was a funny pod. He was really miserable. He hated the movie. So we thought maybe. And I think I said to you, I was like, the next one we have Dan Wicks on is a layup. Yeah, give him a good one. I think maybe we go back and we just give another shitty one that we know is coming up. <laughs> maybe that becomes the bit. Every time Dan comes on, it's just a terrible movie. Uh, all right, maybe. So it's a documentary. I don't know too much about that airplane, cra- airplane crash. I don't know. All I know is it disappeared. I don't know if we ever figured it out, but I guess the documentary is Oh, gonna, ma- now that, now that you... that one. You remember that? Yes, I do. Okay. Just gone. It just disappeared. Just gone like an F, like a fox pilot. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's like an old like that's a a Simpsons show, show mid-season. Yeah, it's right? an old Simpson bit, and they just list like 30 shows yeah, that yeah. only had three that was episodes. The, uh, when Family Guy finally came back after like a three-year hiatus. Oh, that's what it was? They canceled Family Guy. They're like, rating's not good enough. Meanwhile, yeah. they're just doing decent. Or I think it blew up on DVD after it finally got taken off the air, mm-hmm. and they come back on, and it's cold open. Peter walks in. He's like, I got bad news. We've been canceled. <laughs> The only way we could possibly come back is if all these shows <laughs> fail. And it's like 45 <laughs> seconds of like, Greg the Bunny, blah, 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 da, da, da. But yeah, go check out Family Guy. Funny show, small show. <laughs> check out Kunk on Earth. I've been telling that everywhere I go, telling people to check out Kunk on Earth. I should be fucking paid by that, that show. That one's on point. Netflix. So. It's on Netflix, so I don't feel bad plugging it. Yeah, there you go. Philomena Kunk, Diane Morgan's the actress. That's right. I did my research. Super dry, super funny. Oh, yeah. Are you fucking joking? I all think right. Dennis is sexually attracted to her. I like intelligent women. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're are we wrapping up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any final thoughts on this? Uh, don't watch this movie. Yeah, you could skip it. Most of Brad work, Brad Pitt's work I'm a fan of, but this movie, he looks great. He's dressed very well. Hugo Boss. I know the Nazis at that time, if nothing else they had was correct, their fashion sense was on point. Seven long years in Tibet. Seven long years in Tibet. What did we learn? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Dennis37. Follow the pod on Instagram to see the whole upcoming schedule at Netflix Book Club Podcast. Mike, where can they find you? Uh, underscore Mike. Great review this podcast. Give it five stars. Write some stuff. The mountains call me.